The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's Power Cash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Hey, what's up, Collider fans? John Schnepp here. Thanks for listening to the Collider Podcast Network. If you're like me and you love comics and comic book movies, be sure to check out the Collider Heroes podcast. We've got two new episodes every week that cover the latest issues, movie and TV news, plus all that sweaty talk with the crew who live and breathe comic books. So subscribe today to Collider Heroes at Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Stay little chico, Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, from negative to positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. Ah. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Collider Jedi Council. This is a special episode just for you guys who are subscribed to the podcast feed. Whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you got to make sure that you rate, comment, and obviously subscribe. Otherwise, you don't get special episodes just like this. Now, maybe you were watching Collider Jedi Council today and you said, hey, you know what? Um, Christian mentioned that they're going to do a, a whole you know, special thing that I can only get on podcasts. So let me go check out what this is all about. Well, you're here, and we're going to be doing some of these throughout the weeks. Now we got the podcast studio finally set up thanks to um, Thad Williams and, and Dennis. They, they finally – they had got this uh, the podcast studio inside of the Collider Studios working, so you're going to hear a lot, a lot of uh, episodes from a lot of different people from different shows, and and we wanted to kind of really come out the gate here with something that we wanted to give more time to than just like five or ten minutes on Collider Jedi Council because I think it's warranted. I know that the people inside the office office think that it's warranted, and and to give um, this guy credit, I'm going to introduce him in in just a second here. Um, John Roca came into my office yesterday and he said, "Look, I really think that we." need to have a, a full conversation 
on this thing. And and he and again, to, to his credit, be, being Latino, he wanted to come in. He wanted to be a voice and, and really have a conversation about this thing that's going on with Kelly Marie Tran and then the fan base. And and I just didn't think that the ten minutes on Clyder Jedi Council on YouTube would have would have given it justice. And also, uh, Wendy Lee is joining me here, and I think that Wendy. Obviously, being an Asian American to kind of to speak on a lot of the stuff that was going on and, and how it affected her watching all this kind of go down. But I think there's a bigger question at hand in this episode, and that's really about the Star Wars fan base. Um, and it, there's there's an issue. It's a civil war right now, whether you know you want to deal with it or not. There's a civil war, and and I think that there's a lot of different sides to this thing. There's a lot of different sides to where I think people are right to be upset with some of the decisions made in the way that Star Wars is being handled. But then there's ways that you're that people are handling it that are atrocious and and not and and forgetting that there are other people on the side of that computer. And we're gonna have a conversation about it here today. And again, like to introduce my guests that are sitting with me first. Once again, Wendy Lee. And uh, is here, Zany is here. How are you? I am well. How are you, Christian? Good to have you here and joining us today. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm, I'm, I cannot wait to get into this. It's right. so juicy. Well, I had to find an opinionated person, but he's, he's not here, so I had to bring in John Roca. <laughs> uh, what's up, John? How you doing, Hey, bro? how's it going, everybody? And uh, I just want to say before we start, I appreciate you uh, wanting to do this because you, you brought it up earlier today, and it was like it just came together all, all at the same time. So I'm glad we're taking the time to talk about it. And also, I want to assure the fans, this is not going to be just bitching about stuff. This is actually a conversation about what went on, why this happened, what is the reasons for this kind of thing, and how maybe there's a way out of this in some way. So it's it's not just going to be all just, oh, it shouldn't have happened, yeah. it shouldn't happen. We have to look at the deeper reasons of why this is happening. I feel like that's going to be a good sure. conversation. And the biggest issue with that, too, and you know, and I, I'd love to say to myself, look, I think that if, if people enough people had enough conversations and then there were some – and people right. looked and said, maybe I shouldn't have done that, that it would change – you know, maybe it's a skeptic in me and being involved in, in this YouTube space for the last 10 years. Um, the people that did what they did, you, there's no changing them. There's no changing right. them. I mean, you right. might get a few. Like, example, last night I had some guy who clearly had never really watched Jedi Council or really never knew us, but watched like Red Letter Media, you know, mm-hmm. and, and he's any. He, and so and, and those guys, are they, they do satire. That's what mm-hmm. they do. They do comedy. Um, and but the problem is that a lot of the people who watch them don't understand that what they're doing is is goofing. It's funny that right. they're throwing some stuff, but, but then they come in and they don't know who we are, and they'll be like, "You shill!" And I got pissed <laughs> off last night. I said, "Hey, fuckface, you don't know what a shill is. Right. Shill is someone who doesn't criticize. A shill is someone who doesn't have anything negative to say or just kind of has an agenda for one one way or another, and you can tell." And then, but to be fair to this guy, we started having some conversations, and the next thing you know, it, it went from me wanting to block him to us both following each other. Right. Now, I wish that was the case for a lot of other people, but right. like Michael Caine says in The Dark Knight, some people just want to watch the world burn. Right. right. Um, but John, you know, let, let's start mm-hmm. with let's start not with we're going to really dive into the the stuff that happened with with Kelly Marie Tran, but let's yeah. let's get into the whole the I think that what I noticed as a Star Wars fan for a long time, even leading up to after when Lucasfilm um, was bought by Disney. It always seemed Teflon to me. Yeah. It always seemed because because you know for a long time it was the, it was DC versus Marvel and, right. and DC wasn't having a stretch of good movies so the the fan base was the core fan base was was protecting no matter whatever happened and you seemed like you said something bad about DC they they jump all over you um, and then you know and, then, and they'd go after after Marvel and the Marvel people were the shills and. And Star Wars was just kind of like this thing to where it was just like it was Star Wars yeah. and you couldn't really touch it. And there was never going to be a divide between the fans. And I, I have to disagree with people who say that 
that the, that the Last Jedi was a small pocket of fans who didn't like the movie. It really? divided the fan base. Yeah, it absolutely yes. did. Absolutely, and you can see that uh, with the reactions that have grown online, groups that have been created, the fervor that's happened since uh, Last Jedi. Um, I think people were. Uh, already starting to have issues, even as Force Awakens, because Daisy Ridley took herself off social media yeah. as well because some of the comments. So gun control, and stuff yeah, yeah gun control. Right, just yeah. just a simple gun control comment caused that happen. So things like that, things were slowly building within the fan base, and I think people were becoming uh, having issues as these Star Wars films were going along. They were hearing about the behind the scenes issues, all this kind of stuff. And so, yes, Star Wars it was in that way. It was like not in the Marvel versus DC main battle, but it was it was still having some of the fan base slowly start to turn towards it. And Last Jedi, Ryan Johnson made such extreme decisions throughout that movie you know bold decisions uh, for lack of a better term and that ended up turning on the f- turning off the fan a large number of the fan base and then you see how they reacted to solo i think that is definitely a symptom of what happened with last jedi and people feel disillusioned people feel not heard and i think there are legitimate complaints about star wars no one's saying there shouldn't be i, I think the way people are going about it though with right. these sexist uh, these racist comments these and 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 badgering someone who it, all of us and all of you listening uh, to us uh, would be dying to have a role in a Star Wars movie. Right. How much is your dream come true? Kelly Marie Tran had worked so hard on. She's written stuff. She's been on. on she's trod the stages here in L.A. with improv stuff. Her getting this was a lifetime dream. Right. Well, this is the thing, Wendy. So, like, you know, the, the fact that she's getting anything at all, it's like, even if even if she was, it's the same. It's very similar, like with Ahmed Best, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Like he cho- he took the role because he got a role in Star Wars, yes. and everybody like right. you know all the George I mean, Binks is arguably the worst character in Star <laughs> Wars. <laughs> yeah, right. no, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. But like that's not Ahmed Best's fault. That's George Lucas's fault. He wrote that. Right. That's George Lucas's fault for doing that. You right. know, it's like it's and this is the same thing. Where I don't think I don't think that Rose is a good character. I right. really don't. Right. I think that she's. I think that a whole storyline in Last Jedi is unnecessary. I think that um, she's wasted in a lot of different roles. I don't think right. the, the character is that compelling. That being said, she took the job. Yep. Yeah. And she did her job as an actress. She did the role that Ryan Johnson said, do this, do this, do this. I want you to do this. And she brought – who in their right mind starts to write to her yeah. and goes after her ethnicity, her, her, you know, her work ethic, like all these different gender, her gender, like all this stuff. Her gender, her looks. And it just like, it breaks my heart because we all, we went to the premiere for the last Jedi Mm. and we got to meet her. And I was very shy because I absolutely, I really, really like Rose's character. I totally get that people don't like, they're saying she doesn't serve the storyline or whatever it is. Like I really didn't like the whole Canto bite thing. I get it. You like what you like. You don't like what you like. But there is a very, uh, to me, a very clear black and white between the actor doing their job and the role. If you don't like the character, fine. You don't like the character. Hate on the character. But never uh, personally attack the actor. And it just breaks my heart because she is this, like, bright spot in, in this kind of like negative role that we kind of live in right now and every single one of her Instagram posts is very honest it's very uplifting she'll post like hey guys you know I'm sure she knows many girls are looking up to her Asian Americans like Mm -hmm. myself young girls who long to be in a Star Wars movie and she'll say don't look at this like glitz and glamour and all this makeup this takes hours and this is just one day a moment in time this is what I really look like and she'll post herself in like glasses no makeup pajamas and I love she's that vulnerable. she's so down yeah. to earth and yeah. she's so vulnerable. So who are you to not like a character so much that you decide to go to the actor that was booked for the job right. to not just say, I really didn't like your character and end it there, but you go and personally attack her. Yeah. And then I see like racist comments thrown in and it's just so unnecessary to the point where she, an actor can't take it anymore. And, and 
she has taken herself off of Instagram. Daisy Ridley, Jake right. Lloyd, it happened to him. Right, he Jake was Lloyd. ten years yep. old. Yep. Who? Uh, right. How can you blame well, it on and him? And Boyega's talked about it as well. Boyega right. he said it a lot as a stormtrooper. Yep. Did he? First black yeah. Oh yeah. First he black did. Stormtrooper. Oh, he did. He did a lot of stuff. He, but yeah. he's black. And he's used to – he's been acting for a while. He is used to that kind of abuse and racist – That's he, so sad. So in his, his mind, unfortunately, that's the sad truth, is that he's, ex, he's experienced it his entire life. Right. And so he said in his interview with it, I ignore it. It's a disease of the mind. He's able to look past it. But someone like, like Kelly Marie Tran, this is new yeah, to the game. To sensitive to it. Yeah, yeah, to jump into this. And the same thing, Daisy had only done six episodes of a TV show, like yeah. separate episodes right. of TV shows. And she jumps into lead – and then Daisy had to delete it. So that's the thing at the end of the day. It's like what? Why are you taking this time to do this? Is essentially like someone working for, let's say, Walmart, and then you don't like what the owner of Walmart is doing, so you go to the employee <laughs> working at Walmart. Right. Going, I really hate you for what you did. You whatever ethnic term you want right. to throw out there, right. or whatever well, misogynist. It, it just makes no sense. It comes down to two words, and two yeah. words alone: ignorance and stupidity. Sure, it's really what it is. It's ignorance and stupidity because there. And I'm going to go back and and say this too. Because I am certainly not one of those people. Because the more I watch Last Jedi, the, the I like it less and less. Yeah. Um. And I find more. I just watch Cinema Sins, their whole thing, that, and they mm-hmm. break it down brilliantly. How <laughs> stupid it is in parts. It's a stupid yeah. movie for a lot of it. Yeah. Um. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to write a to Ryan Johnson. B, look, and and I've been very vocal in my fact that I yeah. think that Kathleen Kennedy should not be running creative on that on that company anymore. Right. However. A birthday post to this woman who's been instrumental to a lot of people getting jobs. Great producer. She's a great producer. Yeah. She's done a lot for this for this industry in general. And a birthday post. And the vitriol and the disgusting comments that come on a birthday post. You ruin this. You, it's like pick your moments. Right. Pick your time. No one to do it. You, you're never going to be heard if you're just screaming nonsense. If you present yourself in the right way. Like can you imagine in, in a, any work environment that we had? If you had an issue, let's say you wanted to do a show, John, and yeah. you wanted to come in, you wanted to have a conversation with me, and someone else, you saw something else happening, and you got frustrated by it, but you wanted to get yourself on the air, and you knocked on the door, and you came in, and you said, "Listen, you Italian German son of a bitch, <laughs> I want, I like, wow. like, like Kraut, make friends. The decisions yeah. that you're making are yeah. are awful. You're horrendous. You should be fired. Yeah. Can now, uh, can, can I get on? Can I have a show now? It's, you know what I mean? It's like because, because their yeah. intent, their intent is to change yeah. the franchise that they love. Right. Whether they think everything's social justice now, whether they think yep. that all these things, it's like they just scream and yell, thinking that that's going to make a difference. And then the problem is when a movie like Solo doesn't do well, they think that the hatred mm-hmm. is is helping. Like it's working, it's working. Well, that's what I think. This all comes from is it speaks to a powerlessness that these people feel, and not just with their with they feel it in their lives. Mm-hmm. And now that it's spread into their fandom they feel even more inadequate you know this idea i think the inadequacy with women the inadequacy with working with people of color the inadequacy with having their lives like not be the way they wanted it to be and if even something like star wars can come along and look put female leads in and put people of color in and now i'm forced to see every day what i feel i'm not be able to compete with i'm not able to get i'm not able to work around or function with then that comes out and that's the vitriolic comments i'm not calling my, i'm not talking about I know le- you mean. You legitimate mean, you mean more criticisms. about like the, 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 the them going after her exactly. nationality and you're not talking about the fact that, like things that they have wrong with star wars right. in general right because right, right. i yeah. think that's a really important distinction to make right. there are legitimate concerns and you brought it up earlier Kristen. legitimate criticisms of the star you can criticize every single star wars movie that's come out since force awakens you can criticize you can there's legitimate 
academic criticisms all across the board, that's a different discussion because that's a discussion about what could have and what worked and what could have worked. And if you're messing up my Star Wars, and I agree with you, the more I watch Last Jedi, the, the more I hate what they did to Luke. Like, I don't know why. It's, it's been more yeah. – it's happening more and more. Christian, I a get lot it, of the it, stuff, dude, I'm like telling you, like you watch, especially when you watch that cinema thing, there's, there's, yeah. there's so much – Silly stuff going on yeah. in that movie, but I mean, you know, it's to each his own. If you yeah. if, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, mm-hmm. you don't. But I still think there's a way. Like I have, like, for example, I always point back to a conversation that Ken and I had on our spoiler talk of Solo, mm-hmm. right? To which he loves the movie. I think yeah. that it's a average movie at best, right? Mm-hmm. And, but we talked about it. He told me his concerns. I told. I mean, he told me what he loved about. It. I told him what I had concerns with, and we had a rational conversation about yeah. it. There's no rational conversations in a lot of troll type comments because they there's this it's just the age of the internet it's like you you can say whatever you want because yep. you're because no one can see you you're not, you're not yes. looking you in the eyes so yes. but you know Wendy when you see this I remember when you know we've been working together for a while now and like we always thought DC was the most toxic fan base ever was yeah. I'm sorry and I'm a Star Wars fan mm-hmm. Star Wars fans have surpassed it like I mean yeah. DC looks like you know uh, fans of uh, Hello Kitty at this point <laughs> I mean oh my God. it's it, it's it because it's it's horrible I mean I, I'm embarrassed to be a Star Wars fan sometimes when I see some of the comments out there I honestly don't want to put a label on who is who is worse than who I feel like fandom and social media and the freedom that everybody has and it's available to everybody, it is so toxic out there. So do your part and don't add to the garbage that is out there. If you really, really liked Suicide Squad, great. But if somebody doesn't like it, let them not like it. And if they, this is what or I Or at least have a conversation with them. Have about a conversation right. about it. That's, this open. is the only thing yeah. is, yeah, it's like, oh, you liked it, then you must be, and then you a just moron. all of a sudden a bunch right. of names. It's like, well, you don't even know this person. If you right. met a stranger on the street and they're right. wearing a Suicide Squad shirt, but you didn't like the movie, do you have the courage to walk up to the person and say exactly what you would have typed on the internet? No. I guarantee you, no. you wouldn't have. Well, that's why a lot of the times yeah. you have a conversation with somebody when you go after them in a certain way and you say, look, like I said last night with this with this guy who, who came after me and called me shill right away. Mm-hmm. He's never watched a, a single video or, or thought he has. And I said, well, look, when you have realize that people out there are human beings, let's yeah. have a conversation. And he wrote back, you know, I'm sorry. I should have thought about it that way. And it's like people don't think that because they just – they watch something and, and they just respond to it. They go, oh, yeah, well, I like that person. So I'll, I don't even know them, but I, they say I don't like yeah. that. So I don't like you. And they scream and they yell and they do this. But I just think that what's happened here with, you know, with Star Wars, there's so many conversations. First conversation is whether or not you're in favor of, of Kathleen Kennedy. I don't. Mm-hmm. The one thing I will say about Kathleen Kennedy that I think is is absolutely so silly that a lot of the fan base says is that she has this agenda to just push females in the lead of everything and, and right. make sure that uh, that but that's always the social been justice part of the Star Wars. It's well, it's been it's, it's been Leia. Leia was really the first kind of mm-hmm. um, strong female, and she was in an ensemble, right? Yeah. So Ray was like Ray was the lead character, but. So was Finn. Yeah. yeah. And then Poe was a Finn huge Poe. character yes. in in Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so Jin or so, okay. But, I mean, look at Cassius. You had Cassie Cassius. and Diego Luna. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, you, you, you can go – Solo is, is Alden Ehrenreich. Right. I mean, so it's like there's it's it's about the character. I, that that to me is first. You, you find the right character. I don't care who it is, white, black, right. Chinese. I don't care who it is. If it's the right character – perfect example of what I'm saying there too is it doesn't matter if they were white, black, Chinese. I wouldn't have liked Rose. Right. I don't think Correct. 
wrote it had nothing it's, to do with it. She the was the, Asian American. The role was written and the plot line, everything that had to do with it. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't think when they do cast, it. they go on. They're like must be Asian or right. must be right. black. But right. I'm sure it weighs into it too, and and, yeah. and good on them that they they want to diversify a little bit. They want to give, but they right. want to go like let's like instead of saying it needs to be a white person, right. like, like why? Yeah, <laughs> it's like because this is Star Wars. It's yeah. like there is no because you also got to remember in Star Wars in galaxies they don't they, they don't have the the ugly history of America and, and right. what we did with slavery and all that stuff. A black person isn't looked on, upon the same way that a black person, you know, is, is the, the, the stuff that they have to go through in America. Right. They don't, they have a, it's, it's different. So it's like, it could be anyone. It could be a stormtrooper. Yeah. So when, when an ignorant moron says, there aren't black stormtroopers, why? Because they weren't in the 70s? Yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's like, it's, it's two things. Who cares? Yeah. It's like, John Boyega is a fantastic, charismatic actor. No one's really taking shots at Oscar Isaac. Nope. A Latino dude. Dude, yeah, you know, and he—I mean, no one's taking shots because him. he's a white Latino. If he was a darker Latino, they'd be going after him harder. Yeah, I, in my opinion, I think so. But Diego's same way. These are safer Latino-looking guys. They're not overt in their Latino. Right. So I think that's why they and don't. The characters are a little cooler. The so characters they, exactly, so they accept them. Right. exactly, right. and they feel they can like at least connect to them or yeah. whatever. And then, yeah. and you're right. But I do want to say this is. It, I, I do want to push back a little bit to this idea that all of a sudden there's toxic fandom. Christian, you and I are sports fans. Yeah. Toxic fandom has been around sure. for for a decade, I'm maybe even centuries. Star Wars. Seems like it was like it was Teflon, but I also yeah right. Yeah, but I, but you're true. right, you're right. But I and I think people I think people have this like when when Force Awakens was coming back, people were really disillusioned by what happened with the prequels. That's where this all comes. People were really upset with the prequels so much so that George Lucas sold it in essence before he right, could, didn't want to deal with it anymore. He didn't he want saw to deal, it, yeah. exactly because all the shit he yeah. was getting for it because people he smelled took the fart so, before the guy had the taco. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he saw what was coming as soon as he said double meat. I'm yeah, out. Yeah, double yeah. beans. Yeah. Yeah, so all of this. Like, <laughs> But but you know, and then you walk into Force Awakens. Force Awakens ironically makes two and a half, over two and a half billion dollars worldwide, and yeah. it's it heralded as a film. And then you're then people are like, yes. And then slowly but surely, Remember people walk back Awakens, into the though, prequel stuff. The Force Awakens. There was there was arguments with Force Awakens. Of course, the, the New Hope argument. There yeah. was there yeah. was the stuff that repeated, and that JJ mm. just kind of. There was a lot of that stuff out there, but the hatred wasn't there. It right. was not like ah. The, the conversations that we're hoping was had were being had during Force Awakens. Right. It was that kind of thing of like, well, I didn't like it because it was it's basically just a rehash, and they did this and they did that, and JJ is uh, JJ Binks and eh, whatever, mm-hmm. like that type of stuff, like that. I thought we'd be able to survive that, yeah. and then you know it's like. Rogue One, there was there was none of that. Rogue, yeah. Rogue One, it was okay. Let's see what's yeah. going to happen. We got right. some, we're a little nervous because it took of, bold choices at the end, and people respected that to a but degree. But it felt it felt like it, it it was the essence and the core of Star yes. Wars, right? The problem with what Ryan Johnson did, and this is the thing that's and then I always disagree with people when they say that Star Wars is just a movie because it's not. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's not just a movie to people. Right. It's just a movie when it comes to conversations and 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 right. overall what it really is all about. But I mean, as far what it, as far as what it means to people, yeah. it's more because it's like you can transport yourselves into another galaxy. And these and that's always the beauty of what was so great about um, A New Hope. Was that every, and you hear it all the time that everything looked lived in, everything was beaten up, everything it, it feel it felt like. This was a, something that really existed somewhere yeah. else, and it was so detailed. So when you mess with that overall core, the fans are going to be upset. Now, we already discussed that there's a way to, to respond to that, but Ryan Johnson messed with a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, he, he, I think, poked fun at the fan base. He did some things that I think that the really pissed a lot of people off, mm-hmm. but I just think that there's ways to respond, and this was not the way to do it. 
Well, when do you think this this all of a sudden like this like negativity all of a sudden surfaced? Because some of you like you know I hear like people are saying like it's it's always been there. I feel like it kind of. Popped up during the last Jedi. Oh, so he, mean, he's, he means he means in general. Yeah, he doesn't mean for Star Wars. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've, yeah. I've been at sporting events where people said yeah. it was horrible. Yes. shit. Yes. even yes. when I was ten years old. Yeah. So toxic, it, toxic toxicity fandom. is fandom is now has but always for been Star around. Wars, it feels like because it's it childhood. All stuff. of a sudden, came we were Mogwais. We were Mogwais. They fed us yeah. after midnight. Uh, after <laughs> last. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's what happened. Well, yeah, because people feel now they have a tent pole in the ground, which which they can as a foundation with which they can now spew their hatred about. Uh, uh, about the Star Wars, and then and then uh, in, indirectly, or and sometimes directly to uh, Kelly Marie Tran, the ethnicity, the gender, all that stuff, and that's happening across all media. Though it's happening now all across the media, everywhere. All, it everywhere. Really it really is everywhere, and I, I, the, I really think it all comes back to a sociological thing, and that is this idea of the white majority losing power in a situation, white male majority, maybe losing power in the situation, maybe being unsettled by what's happening and being unable to catch up. So an NBC did an incredible report unfair. about this. I think that's unfair to just post to put it at just white males. Well, do, I think, you don't think a majority of the people making these comments are white males? Um, I don't think um, – I mean, look, I think that it – I would po- point it more at, again, ignorant and unintelligent people more than anything Absolutely. else. Absolutely. Because I can say again as a white male who is not threatened at right. all that I think that there is a that, – that, that there is a, certainly a pocket of people. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I can't do a survey on, on, on what their ethnicity is. I can, I can just tell you that the comments that are make makes me sad mm-hmm. and makes me realize that I don't want to be associated with near these types of people. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that it's, it's – it's, I just think it's dangerous sometimes to, to – just pocket. Yeah, don't, 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 yeah, yeah. don't misunderstand. I'm not generalizing that it's only white. I'm saying that the majority of the people making these comments are most likely from a right. white. But male what I'm base. saying is we don't know that. Right. That's fair, and that's fair. Yeah. I but think like, a lot there's, of it too and, comes from insecurity. Well, NBC is, did a report is, on is, this. Oh, did they? The, yeah. In the last couple of weeks, where they talked about how everyone's about equality and social yes. and moral stuff until their majority, their gender, their their is color majority is threatened. threatened. Yeah, right. exactly. And no, so, I know. And it's, we're seeing this here now. With and that's, that's what I think it comes from. And I'm not I trying see. to insult. No, it's not. I'm not trying to insult any white males or white people. I'm saying. That is a division here. Yes, and, it, and it's and it's harder for me to also know where you're coming from, being someone you know who grew up in, in, around racism yeah. all his life, and yeah. so I did not have to deal with that portion. Right. I mean, bullying and stuff like that. Sure, everyone. But it, yeah, everyone but like. but you know, when it comes to there's there's things that you guys have gone through in your lifetime that yeah. I have never gone through and won't go right. go through. Right. But there are things that you know I think that is the overall question of what we're trying to just figure out. And I don't know if there's a fix. I mean, I really don't. It's like, how do you just realize, yes, Star Wars is more than just a movie to people, right? Do you guys feel by Kelly Marie Tran and Daisy Ridley both jumping off of mm-hmm. Instagram, mm. does it give these more toxic fans like a sense of power? Like, yes. oh, yes, we've oh, been hurt and absolutely. we're just going to keep, keep doing going. Because yes. that's something I'm yeah. afraid of, that, that it's not going to end. And I'm not saying these ladies should come back and make a stand. If you can't take it, this is your own personal life. Right. Then go right. ahead and get off Instagram right. if you want to. But I just, I just worry so much that because we are going, we are set to get a Star Wars movie every year, mm-hmm. and if this continues, like what is going to be left of like the fandom that I've known to love? Well, yeah. it's, okay. it's, it's, it's civil war. I mean, yeah. it, it's an absolute civil war, and I think that there's there's different pockets again. There's like there's the fan base that stands by the decisions being made and loves Last Jedi and yeah. and, and loves a lot everything that they put out so far and. Good on all of them. 
as and they shouldn't be called shills. They shouldn't be called people without a soul and people right. don't realize that they that they like Star Wars. Let them be them. Yeah. Then you've got the people that don't like Last Jedi think that it is not Star Wars at all. Think that the decisions in Lucasfilm are being completely um, handled wrongly, and, right. and but they're going about saying their opinions um, in a justified way, and they're and they're and they're letting people know why they're unhappy with the direction it's going. Let them be them. Right. That's a conversation that I think that those people that we mentioned in the first pocket can have with that people in the second pocket. And those are the people that can write the fan base. Right. The problem is then you got the gremlins <laughs> and then you got these people over here with the pitchforks yeah. and thinking that like, you know, that basically saw Guerrero just chucking grenades into the middle of, of a of, of a crowded area yeah. saying like, oh, this is going to change everything. And it's not. It makes it worse. Mm-hmm. It, and, 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 and I've been saying this a lot and I, I will say it again is that. Think of the smartest person that you know in yeah. your life, right? That person has access to the internet. Yeah. Now think the stupidest person that you know. That person has access to the internet. Probably when more you, access because they have more time because right. they have a job. But the other thing is to <laughs> then, then you think then you think of somebody like think of the kindest person you know and the person who would do the most moral thing you know. Access to the internet. Right. Now turn on TV and see a report of someone doing the most disgusting like these two girls that were like torturing that cat. Yeah. Right? yeah. They have access to yeah. the internet. So that's the problem of what we're dealing with. We're right. dealing with the wild, wild west of the world yeah not just a pocket of town when you go into you is like a little you know the, the outlaw yeah. kind of goes into this town <laughs> he's got to deal with a couple of a couple of turds this yeah. is the world right this is the world so i don't know how this plague of we can call it the nothing that is infecting this entire i don't know how it bounces well, back i really don't i don't know how yeah i agree with you i don't know how we bounce back because uh, i like i said it's across all yeah. media and across all political spectrum mm-hmm. across all so it's it's a bigger issue so this is just a symptom of what's happening overall across our world mm-hmm. yeah. and i think that's what's unfortunate is and we do feel at times helpless and hopeless because like we all know we can have rational conversations about things we're passionate about and still walk away and understand the other side and and go on and still be friends right. and, and still know each other but there's another side that just wants to destroy, wants to kill. It's anger. Wants to, the, the anger come That's from? what I'm saying. The anger is coming from inadequacy. The anger is coming from a sense of powerlessness. That's where it comes dude, from, I've been, around I've their lives. You, I've gotten a lot of like comments from people, Star Wars movies. Last night, like, I got like five or six people mm-hmm. um, saying, you know, obviously not listening to my criticisms over Solo and Last Jedi <laughs> and, so, and calling me Sheila and whatnot, too. I tell you, four out of the five of them were Latinos. Four out of the five. Wow. I, looked their, I looked at their their, their okay. pictures and everything too. And well, maybe I rescind my statement then. But that's towards me. Right, right. That's right. not towards. That's not going off of towards. Um, right. You know the the Rosie Marie Tran and and I'm not telling you that you're that you're or incorrect. Kelly Marie, Tran, yeah, yeah. Kelly Marie Tran. Excuse me, Rose. Rose. Something. Right. <laughs> but, right. Um, what I'm saying is that that we're not limited here to yeah. the, to who is spewing the hatred. Mm-hmm. There, everybody is spewing the hatred on, on this side, and and I this is where I will go against what I was saying before is that it is just a movie as far as like we're talking about movies. I know what it means to you means more than just a movie. But ultimately you're talking about things that come out in the cinema that you want to relax and and escapism. And if somebody in that first pocket loves it and wants to escape there, then who the fuck are you to say to them, Mm -hmm. you're wrong for liking this in the same, in the same way that the, that first pocket should not say you're crazy. You're just like I, I I do take issue with people that say, 
oh, all these fans are getting so upset that they, they just wanted um, they wanted something different in, in The right. Force Awakens, yeah. and then they didn't get it, so they complained about it. But then they got something different in Last Jedi, and now they're complaining. Well, that, that, to me, that to me is irresponsible on the positive people because these people should be allowed to give their criticisms yep. and should be able to say that you know this is not working. Yeah, and I agree with you. And that's, and that's what's frustrating me, that people are using the Kelly Marie Trans situation to grind their own axes in a different way. It's politics, it's, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it re- I, I, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, they're using her. They're not yeah. respecting what, what happened and that she's... They're using her to grind their own axes, push their own agenda right. against, quote-unquote, man babies or the Star Wars fan base is doing this or that. And that frustrates the shit out of me because there is no conversation to be had right. if you're going to vilify those people. Yes, vilify their actions, but yes. you're vilifying them as humans as a whole. Right. And how are you going to have... How are they going to... How are you going to have them come to the table and stop doing this stuff if you're not if you're if you're just going to be sanctimonious and condescending and not be a better what did michelle obama say if you go low we go high you got to go high if you start going low and doing all the stuff that you're doing now which i see over, lately over the think, think pieces over the last few days have really infuriated me then there's no resolution here right. Right. there's just a, a I, i'm better than you there's no difference than the to a degree there's no i'm not saying exactly the same but there's no difference to the person who's leaving these terrible racist misogynist comments because they're trying to do that well, to put them down and feel better than them and so it, there is no resolution if you if you do the same behavior well, I think, Wendy, this, it also reminds me, I think right now, you can equate it also to there are Democrats and Republicans mm. in, sure. inside of the uh, – inside of the, like the, of, of a representation of what Star Wars fan base is, right? Sure. Right. I know a lot of Republicans that are down-to-earth, yeah. good people. Yeah. Same thing with, with a lot of hardcore liberal people that mm-hmm. I know, too. Down-to-earth, can have mm-hmm. conversations. Then on both sides, there are liberal people I know that it's just like – no matter what, they're just going to shoot out their agenda and fire up anything that they can say going off exactly what John's talking about. Right. Oh, wait a minute. That person messed up. Now I can push the, the agenda I want to push. Right. And for the same side, then there's those just ignorant, stupid people uh, on whether it's Republican or de- mm. Democratic, but more, you know, let's say on the Republican side to where it's like then, oh, hatred, hatred, hatred. Yeah. And then it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's this per, – it's a – Beautiful, disgusting, like <laughs> it's this mix of yeah. of it's it, it's chaos. It's absolute chaos on both sides yeah. of, of Star Wars, of politics. It's it's the world right now yeah. is a mess. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> just everywhere, it and I, I really think it goes back to how easily everybody has access to the internet. Yeah. You can literally say what whatever you want, and there's zero repercussion. Yeah. Right. I think this has always been there, and the internet just exposed it because you Daniel have more Al-Gore. access. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Damien Algor. But, uh, you know, uh, uh, few, a couple weeks ago, we were doing mailbag, and um, Perry asked me this. And also on the Resistant Broadcast, they asked me this. What do you think? Please don't pl- plug other Star Wars shows. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding. I love this guy. <laughs> what, what would we want? What could change this? And I suggested that uh, Lucasfilm and Disney have the strength or the guts, whatever you want to call it, to have an open forum at celebration, where people can show up wow. and ask their questions, and legitimately ask their, and be as there's no be, chance be as honest or vitriolic, as, and yeah. and then you, you as think the vitriolic is I, I, if I would they want be if they because then you can have a, a conversation of back right. and forth because if you can take a vitriolic person and turn them down to right. where you're having like you just had with that interaction with that that person online, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you can do that in a public forum, then the vitriolic people look at that and they may follow along and they may change their Maybe. approach I mean, as well. I'm saying you've got to do something, and that's a possibility. I just can't 
can't imagine. Kathleen I would love Kennedy. to lead that. I would love I to be in charge of that. that. <laughs> and I would love to see something like that happen. But but to Christian's kind of sentiment, like yeah. I just I don't see it happening. Even though I, right. it's like very wishful thinking. I think for the most part is this this trend is going to continue. And those of us who can make a conscious decision to not go and attack and add to the ugliness, it's right. just to do our part. Like I get certain comments if I like certain trailers or certain yeah. movies for example like I didn't mind The Last Jedi I really didn't yeah. my husband didn't like it fine whatever guess what guys we're still married Star Wars is right. part of your life <laughs> so I think we have to kind of just and I don't want to say educate but do our part as in just add to the kindness like I try to just reply to the kind comments I yeah. try really really hard to not reply to the negative comments right. every once in a while I'll call them out on my Twitter like you guys see it mm-hmm. every now and again when I can't take it anymore and then a lot of people say, why are you giving them the spotlight? And I think to myself, why am I giving yeah. the spotlight to them when I have I the power to mute them? Yeah, no. I think sometimes but, you just want to kind of yell back, and whether or not yeah. that's right or wrong. But I think that going back to the whole Star Wars celebration thing is it, – it, it also throws me back to – we did the you know the live Star Wars schmo down on – I think we aired it on Tuesday. Yeah. But we, when, we, when we recorded it, it was funny. Like I was – we were wondering who was going to get the biggest booze that night. Would it be Team Action? <laughs> would, it, would it be JT when he came out? Or would it be The Last Jedi? When we mentioned The Last Jedi. Like, we, we didn't know. And we mentioned, the, and whenever we said, like, this next question comes from The Last Jedi, it was a mixed reaction in the crowd. Oh, yeah. wow. It was like half cheers, half booze. Wow. For the, so my, as you know, Star Wars Celebration, five days this year in um, Chicago. Chicago. There's time. Already sold out. Yeah. They wow. sold out. What does that tell? So my question is, what majority of those fans who already bought tickets, how many of those are this toxic hidden fan base that's never going to – never to your face going to tell you any of these things? Yeah. Like I guarantee you a million dollars. A million dollars. Not only are they there. If these people who, who wrote these comments to, uh, to uh, Kelly Marie Tran or even mm. Kathleen Kennedy, if they popped up in their local Starbucks, they'd ask them for an autograph. Right, of no. course. Famous, of course. A million, Seriously? A million percent because of the whole Come point on. The whole point of yeah. the fact that this is a celebrity, this is someone that, that it's not real to them until they see them right. in person. Now, they might still talk shit about them right afterwards. I know somebody, I know somebody that, that saw Kathleen Kennedy, can't stand her, and then... Got went up, anyway. took a picture, had a conversation with her, and then and then two days later, it was like she's got to go. Then right. what's and the point of taking the picture, you hypocrite? Because <laughs> it's a matter. Because it's a matter of it's yeah. a matter of this is a, a famous person. This is the, this oh is the problem God. with us in general. But just to go back yeah. to the Star Wars celebration thing, this goes back to what they're going to do when it comes to Star Wars celebration, and will Kathleen Kennedy still be in? charge because That's what I was going to ask you yeah you talk about someone that like last Jedi getting booed Kathleen Kennedy's got a good shot of oh, getting yeah. booed here. oh yeah yeah wow. well do you think if they made the change to a male uh depends or, on who it is do you, yeah do you think it would dissipate some of this anger it depends on who it is right. it really depends on okay. who it is i mean i think that um i i think that there are many qualified um and and capable and deserving women executives Absolutely. out there that yeah, could sure. run this. But my thing is, and this is this is the first thing, you've got to decide. If you're Bob Iger, you got to decide. What do I want from my next position of power here? Right. Do I want someone who's going to run the ship, and then do I want a head of creative like right. a Kevin Feige? Mm-hmm. 
um, to run the creative, or do I want one person that's going to serve it all? Which is not an easy task to do, and I think right. Kathleen Kennedy has proved that that is not easy. She's not a creative. She's not the creative. She's right. not. Right. She's, she's not. Producer. She is not a creative. We head. see this with coaching GMs when they're doing both jobs. Yeah. Sometimes they fail at one or the other. Most of the time. Yeah. Now, you know, Kevin Feige. Look, in a perfect world, is like you, so. Let's let's just say what it is. If Kevin Feige got the gig, do I think that Star Wars fans would be thrilled? Yeah, but they'll turn on him in a heartbeat if the next movie doesn't exactly. hit and it's not exactly the kind of Star Wars they want. Right. Um, but he'll he'll have a little more leeway than most will. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that it just depends on who the person is. Kevin Feige is the most known, right. well-known. He's got the best track record of what the fans want to do, and he's a hardcore Star Wars fan. Yeah. Um, how realistic it is, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I worry about it because if it does happen that way, what does that mean? What does that statement mean? What are we trying to say with that? She'd step, if that she'd step down. She wouldn't get let go. Right. And I, and I yeah. think she should when the time is right. Yeah. Right? And, and work. Because in the end, why would you want to put up with that anyway? Right. I mean, why, why would you want Especially to take that all the time? She doesn't love Star Wars. But she doesn't yeah. love Star Wars. Well, that's the thing. Uh, I took it on because I wanted to. I thought I could do something with it. I thought I could turn it into Marvel. Right. right. And in the end, I realized I can't. It's, it's a right. way too big. It's, 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 it's ironic. It's you started giant. out with. Yeah, you started out with Marvel versus DC. But in fact, Star Wars, although sitting on the sideline, is a massive, bigger thing than yeah. both of them, well, to be honest. I, mean, well, not, I don't know if you could say that about. I think Marvel's the champ right now. Well, Marvel because it's successful. But I think in our hearts, as kids, a lot of us, us. grew up with the Original trilogy. Us, us here. Oh, fair. Us here. The twenty right. twenty. We're, we're like the small, small. Yeah. But I'm telling you, you, if you surveyed a kid right now, a twenty three year old yeah. kid, and you asked him, you only get to watch one movie, the next Avengers or Episode Nine. I bet you that twenty three year old kid it's takes Avengers. the next Avengers. Yeah, I don't disagree yeah, with that. And, but, yeah. but I just think that you know, it's just a matter of how it's how it's all handled um, and how how they decide to make the moves and you know and it, it, they they restructure thing and and like. Mm-hmm. I just bet you that if you took Kathleen Kennedy and you took her in a room where no cameras were on, nothing was on, and you said if you could be doing anything right now, running anything, like and making any type of movies, she's not saying, "Oh, I want to keep making Star Wars." Yeah. There's other movies she wants to make, and other mm-hmm. movies that she should make, and she should yeah. she should do that, and she will do that. She'll be running another company, you know, like that. Yeah. Right. It's just that there needs there is. I think that the, the the reason that Marvel works is because Kevin Feige is 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 a Marvel comic fanboy mm-hmm. and there's you know there's a mixture you don't want just a fanboy running the show you want somebody who's got both skills and yeah. it's not an easy find so whether it's him whether it's Filoni whether it's someone new that we don't know the fan base will the first thing that's going to happen is the fan base will say okay well we've got a new leader now um, you listen to us and the, the, the hatred people will be like we want that's a victory down with William Wallace you know as, as opposed to the other people like okay well let's maybe the, the positive people the first pocket are like well we liked what Kathleen Kennedy was doing right. and then the other people are like okay well we're glad to see it going in another direction and then all three of those groups are going to stare into the middle and go what's next right. and yeah. whatever whoever that next director is and whoever whatever the next property is there's no way that Ryan Johnson trilogy gets made there's no way that, yeah I've, I've been no saying way. that there's no way the Ryan or the Boba Fett movie I don't think the Boba Fett movie or the Ryan Johnson trilogy I think trilogy Boba Fett's got a better shot I guess I don't. I don't. I don't, know I don't yeah, I don't. After the solo debacle, because, I don't think they remember want to do that. Kenobi, I think, is a better show. But here's the thing that people don't realize: what they they hear Boba Fett and they think it's going to be an origin story. And if they they go origin story and it's just about Boba Fett, I agree with you 100. Yeah. percent If they go underworld and they show me how the crime syndicates and everything works inside of the, the kind of like a mafia story inside yeah. of like of. Uh, inside of the, what they were going to do with that television show, the right. underworld, the underworld, one. and Boba Fett just happens to be like a character who pushes us through, uh, and Mangold's directing. I'm cool with that, That'd depending be, on how they that, do. It. I actually like that better than just a Boba Fett origin. No story. one wants that, and that mm-hmm. was kind of like my hesitation with Solo. It's like we 
we, we've known Solo for all these years, for all these episodes. Like, do I really need to see his origin? No, we didn't like, need it. Not it really. was fine. The movie it was, was fine. Okay. It was but, okay. But, it was okay. But yeah. let's break this down logically, right? And I know we're running out of time here, but like, this is something you brought up, Kristen, right? You just said, like, well, what I took at Avengers or episode nine, I go to Avengers, a 23 year old kid. Not me. I'd still that, go episode I know, but a 23 year old kid, right? That makes sense. Why is that? Because they probably haven't got the original trilogy that deep ingrained in them. Right. That's the Boba Fett story, is an original trilogy story. It's right. That's where it branches from. So mm-hmm. to me, that's where I think, and a lot of the comments have been, can we be done with this original trilogy characters already? Why? Because the new generation doesn't go back and watch those and, and, and worships them as well. So I think that's why the the, the Kenobi would work better because they probably saw the prequels right. and enjoyed those more than they saw the original Kenobi. trilogy. That's, Kenobi's the one I want too, but yeah. I'm just telling you, like, and I don't want, I do not want a Boba Fett movie if it's just about Boba Fett. I'm a clone. I'm sad. I right. don't want that. I want. Well, do you want? Do you want Underworld? What? The Underworld. Okay. There's a lot going on in the Underworld right. that you can go through. Whether it's the huts or or you the know, huts like, would be great. There's for so once and for all. Yes. And then you go through. You know, you bring in Mandalores. You bring. What time is it? Is yeah. it after the Sarlacc pit? Is it before? Is it during Clone Wars? I mean, there's stuff you could do that could be really cool if it's if it's handled the right way and, and taking some of those scripts. So I'm not going to pass that one off completely. Um, the Benioff and Weiss stuff is probably the one that, as far as. Films. The Benioff and Weiss yeah. is the one I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah. I want to see the formation of the Jedi and the Sith and all right. that stuff too. Right. Like back, like, and they're so good at that type of stuff that that to me is the most exciting. And they say series of films, mm-hmm. bring that on. Yeah. Obi Wan and that. You, you got to scrap the Ryan Johnson. You have to. It's it's just you're you're asking for even if it's the best idea in the world, you got to scrap just, it. Just from a business sense, yeah. right? Yeah. And I wonder, Wendy, what you think about this? But just from a business yeah. sense, because you don't want. It's already tough enough. Don't puff your chest out and go. No, we're sticking with this. Yeah. Don't do it. That on makes this no one. sense because it, it's already tough enough to do a successful trilogy. That boulder's already big enough yes. to push up the hill. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you want to add more weight to the boulder right. Right. by going with the Ryan Johnson thing and pushing it yeah. even up it, an even further? Hill? It's like George it Lucas no sticking sense. Jar Jar in the Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. I, you, uh, know, yeah. you don't like Jar Jar? Well, here's more Jar Jar. Uh, it's, it, Fuck you! It's, it's, it's my movie. That's yeah. really what it is. And, yeah. you know, and if they, they're going to kind of stick their chest out and do that, I know there's a pocket of fans that are going to say, like, they should keep him in there. They should stick to their guns. Right. But we're going to get more of what we're dealing with right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that at this moment, you've got to pull back. Because I happen to think that if Ryan Johnson did a trilogy in the unknown regions, in the vein of Looper and that type of series. And it's got really sure. the Marvel-type humor, which just was was me the worst part of The Last Jedi. Yeah. And I like Marvel humor. It just doesn't fit in Star Wars. Um, I thought Solo's humor was great. Mm-hmm. I thought Solo's mm-hmm. humor yes. actually was Star Wars yeah. humor. Yes. Um, and But my point is I think that if you did a tr- – I think Ryan Johnson could execute that trilogy. I'm just saying there's a stink on him right now. Yeah. And you got to get rid it's of that. It's a business. It's logical. And I said it a million times and I will say it again. The best way to s- save Star Wars right now for fan base and unite all three of these crazy clans, right? Mm-hmm. It's John Favreau's television series. Mm-hmm. That is, the, that is the medium that is going to yeah. unite everyone in so many different ways because in the, the stuff that you want to see, John, right, the mm-hmm. more diversity, more women directing yes. and, and stuff, but ca- people who deserve the job. Exactly, right? but also darker stories, more grittier stories get, of Star Wars. You're going to yeah. get all that stuff yeah. be in, inside of Favreau stuff. And for yeah. those people who then right away go, well, I don't want that stuff. I don't need that stuff. I don't need SJW. Well, you're also going to get stuff from right after Return of the Jedi and new characters and darker characters right. and stories that, that are going to fit what you wanted and more stuff towards Star Wars. And then for the people who love everything, yeah. you know, it's like yeah. it's Star Wars, so yeah. good luck. Um, but I mean, I just think there's so much that you can do in that series because, and I always reference Stranger Things. That's a ten-hour movie yeah. mm-hmm. that you yeah. can develop and really get, and you get to do that for ten hours of Star Wars yeah. on this streaming service. It is going to be, I think, it has a shot to be the best storytelling in Star Wars since Empire Strikes Back. 
And wow. I, and I do want to say this, like, we have worked, we haven't been in sci-fi for so long. <laughs> like, the, the, uh, Asian Americans uh, or, or Asians, uh, Latinos, like, we just, we just want, we just, let's just, we were cool with the roles we've been getting. We're cool with, right. this yeah. is fine. This yeah. is fine. A white person is still the lead in every one of these things. So that's okay. Mm-hmm. Just, we've just want a, a little piece of the pie and we've gotten little pieces of the pie and that's been nice. Yeah. The unfortunate uh, uh, indirect result is what you see hap- happening to Kelly Marie Tran. And I want to say just, because this is what the point of this whole uh, uh, podcast is. Kelly Marie, to her credit, did not delete her account. Right, she just deleted the posts. posts. And right. that, that to me, I found a stronger stance. And I respected Daisy completely killing it. Mm-hmm. But I respected Kelly's like, no, I'm going to just delete these posts because I don't want to see negativity every posts. time. Yeah, all of her posts. Because yeah. I don't want to see any ne- negativity when I click on this thing. Yeah. When I'm ready to come back, I don't want to be awash with right. negativity. And I think she will come back when she's had a little more time to process. Because this is overwhelming to go yes. from performing on the UCB stage with S- – I forget where she was, Groundling stage. And then all of a sudden be thrown into a franchise right. and then yeah. thrown into the overwhelming popularity of this franchise. Yeah. Yeah, I will also say that I think that what we should also give credit to is there is, a, is an overwhelming amount of support for her. Yes, there is. Um, Absolutely. You know, including this podcast here. But, I mean, yeah. also – uh, there is tons of stuff that people kind of came out and supporting and telling how much she means, and I think that that's that's the part of the fan base that should also be celebrated. Yeah. I mean, as we're as we're kind of pointing the finger at the at the ugly side of it and the gremlins, if you will, there's also the the mogwais. There are the people who who are out there trying to do good, you know, and 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 I think that. At the heart of heart, we all love this franchise, yes. right? And I also think that there's also people that we haven't mentioned, though, too, and I don't want to get this whole discussion. There's also these people, whether – I don't want to just signal out, like, DC fans, that like the angry DC fans or, or people of uh, – that maybe the, there were people who hated Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And there were people off to the side while Star Wars was in its kind of heyday and nobody was saying bad things about it. Here's Star Wars again. And these fans on Star Wars. <laughs> but they're so excited when this war is happening that they just join the bad side yeah. and start pointing fingers because they're like, yes, now I have a fight to fight because now these people are mad. And yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And it's just so ugly. It's yeah. just so ugly. But uh, we, we are running out of time here. And I just wanted to um, thank um, the council that we have going on in this in the podcast room today. And it's uh, John Roca and thank you. Wendy Lizani. Thank Thanks. you guys for joining me and having this important conversation. And I want to do more of these. I want to do more of these podcasts inside of the Jedi Council feed, and they're exclusive for you guys. So make sure you comment and uh, rate and subscribe and do the same thing for the other shows at the Collider Network. John hosts a show on Collider Body Slam. You can find that at the Collider Factory. Wendy and I have been kind of going back and forth on a couple ideas that she can do, but there's a ton of personalities that are doing shows all over the Collider Network. So make sure you check those out and obviously subscribe to the YouTube channel, and, and we'll see you soon. Be nice to people. It'll help you out in life. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. 
Apple Podcast, Podcast One, Spotify. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary.